and welcome to What Happens in This House Stays in This House Strength Over Silence podcast. I'm your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier, and I'm excited uh, once again to be talking to you this week. This week has been one of the hardest for me with everything going on. I'm sure uh, most of you are aware what happened with Mr. George Floyd. And so... With all of that, uh, with the situation with Mr. Cooper in the park, with the situation with Ahmad Aubrey, those things have taken a toll on me as well as the country. You know, we've been dealing with that as African-American women. We have dealt with all of this for so many years. And so it's nothing new. It's nothing new to have to have someone being killed and Whoever did it, whether it be a police officer or just another person of a Caucasian descent not being arrested, we're used to it. We're used to just hoping and praying that one day justice will be served. You know, we have been disappointed so many times that police officers, they get arrested and then they get let go. You know, it's like when you tell your child something and you say, well, if you're good, then I'm going to take you here. I'm going to do that. And then only to find out that you can't afford to do it or something happened and you made that promise to your child and they just get disappointed. Or if, you know, single moms out there have kids and maybe the dad said they're going to pick them up and they never do. And the kid is out there disappointed. You know, every time something happens to an African-American male and a police officer gets arrested, That is how we feel. We feel like, okay, here once again, our hopes get up high that maybe one time justice will get served. And so with that, we we just, we have hope. No matter all the things that we've been through, we try to have hope. And I think this last time when it happened to Mr. Floyd, that we can no longer have hope anymore. You know, we have been cooped up in the house with the COVID-19. We've had people to pass away from this, you know, disease. And then you can't go to the hospital to see them. And you had people that lost their jobs and not able to feed their family. And some people applied for unemployment and didn't get it. So after a while, things just build up. It's like when you sweep things under the rug. After a while, you just can no longer turn the blind eye. And the people became angry. And the people went out there and they were looting and they were upset and they were hurt and they were angry. And I hear so many people saying, well, you know what? Looting, you don't mess up your own neighborhood. And when you're mad, you're mad. And I don't know if there's a perfect way to riot. I don't know how anger is supposed to come across peacefully. I believe that's one of the hardest things to do. You know, on any given day, if we're mad at someone, there's no telling what could happen. And and we cannot fault the people for being angry because we all are angry that have gone through this for, for many years. It's hard to just sit back and say, okay, all right, well, maybe next time. Enough is enough. You know, and, and I can only imagine, you know, how that man felt and <laughs> when someone has their knee in his neck and he just wants to breathe. So while that man was trying to catch his breath and while he was trying to breathe, we thought about those things like the Cooper lady. 
when he was trying to breathe, we thought about Ahmaud Aubrey. When he was trying to breathe, we thought about Trayvon Martin. We thought about Mr. Botham. We thought about Philando Castile. We thought about all those. While that man was trying to breathe, all those things just kept coming back. Although Emmett Till happened a long time ago, we thought about Emmett Till. We thought about all those things that have happened. We thought about the Rosewood riots. We thought, and, and we weren't even the one being out there rioting. They looted us. So we thought about all these things. So as that man's breath went out of his body, we became angry. Because we decided that, you know what, we can no longer do this. Our lives matter. We can no longer be treated like cattle, like, okay, well, let's just go and slaughter them and just, you know, have them for dinner later. At some point, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I'm going to play this young lady, Tamika Mallory. And you guys tell me what you think about her message. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation. And so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged. And there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. Thank you. Now, what she said was, is that we have been being looted upon all the time. And that people are, are angry. 
And I'm sure that a lot of people feel this way. When do we stop being angry? You know, and everything, and it's it's awesome now. It's awesome that people are getting together. It's awesome that we're becoming, you know, hey, getting together doesn't matter what race. So, and But I just want us to keep up the momentum. I don't want this to be a moment, but I want this to be a movement. I want this to be something that we continually do. I want all the awareness that the companies are having with their employees telling them about racism and how it's not going to be tolerated. I just don't want it to happen just like right now, this moment. I want this to be a movement. I want this to be something that changes throughout the years down the line. And I just want it to progress because we can no longer take this. People are not sitting down. People are like they are tired and enough is enough. It's only so much abuse in life that anyone can take. Now, I, I hear people talk about Again, the looting. And I listened to Killer Mike, and he brought up a very good point. Listen to what he had to say. I'm duty-bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot plan, strategize, organize. So my question for us on the other side of this camera is after it burns, will we be left with charred or will we rise like a phoenix out of the ashes that Atlanta has always done? Will we use this as a moment to say that we will not do what other cities have done and in fact, we will get better than we've been? I can tell you is that if you sit in your homes tonight, instead of burning your home to the ground, you will have time to properly plot plan, strategize, and organize, and mobilize in an effective way. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out your census so that people know who you are and where you are. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bull****. Put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that brought marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. Killer Mike said that we have to plot, plan, strategize, organize, mobilize. And those are the things that can help us. He states that, you know what, if we tear down our own, then where are we going to get together to try to come up with a game plan to move forward? Because that's what we need to do. We need to find something amongst us that we can move forward and create a plan, create a financial plan, create financial security, create wealth for us and our community. And it's one of those things that we have to get together to be able to do that. And then, you know, you're always going to have naysayers. I don't care wherever you go. Someone's always going to say, well, that shouldn't be the plan and it should be this. Uh, Let's say this, as long as we are progressive, and we can find something to do collectively as a group, then that that is fine. Maybe somebody don't think that finance is important. Maybe somebody feels that, okay, well, I'll be the person to rally and do these things, or I'll be the person to take this to Congress. That is perfectly fine. But there needs to be a game plan. Maybe where you don't want to, you know, help with the wealth part. You have those people that are good at creating wealth. 
you have those people that can create jobs for the community. We all have to come up with something that we're good at and we can help each other because everyone is born here for a reason. Everybody is here for a reason. And we must change and we must do better as well. You know, it's not enough for people coming to our aid and, and helping. So we, we need to do some stuff too. And I believe in my people. I believe that we want to do this. And I, and I know that it's going to get better. Maybe not in my lifetime. Maybe in the next generation. I don't know. I believe that things will change. But it takes all of us to do that. Not just one person. You know, we have to rally together and figure out our strengths and then help each other out. Maybe I don't believe in everything you're saying and maybe we could just come up with a agree to disagree. But what I must say is that this can no longer be tolerated. Racism can no longer be tolerated. I cannot allow you to look me in my face and just treat me like I'm nothing. That can no longer be tolerated. I was created on this earth for a reason and I put my pants leg on one at a time just like you do. I bleed red just like you do. It wasn't because of you I was born. It was because of the creator. Therefore, I have a right to be here. Therefore, if he has a mission for me, that that is something that I will do. That is something that I will complete. It is not up to you to decide because you don't like the color of my skin that everything must change. So we are going to create change. We're going to do some stuff together. So with all the things that just happened with Mr. George Floyd and his funeral, at one of the events Al Sharpton had, everyone stand to their feet for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And that is a long time when you think about it. So this man begged and pleaded for his life for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And I just want to take the time out to read to you, to say the words were his basically dying words of Mr. George Floyd. It's my face, man. I didn't do nothing serious, man. Please, 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 I can't breathe. Please, man, please, somebody. Please, man, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Please. Man, I can't breathe. My face. Just get up. I can't breathe. Please. I can't breathe. I will. I can't move. Mama. Mama. I can't. My knee. My nuts. I'm through. I'm through. I'm claustrophobic. My stomach hurt. My neck hurts. Everything hurts. Some water or something. Please. Please. I can't believe, breathe, officer. Don't kill me. They're going to kill me, man. Come on, man. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Please, sir. Please, please. Please, I can't breathe. Then his eyes shut and the pleading stopped. And after that, Mr. Floyd was deceased after that. He was pronounced dead. You know, all of our lives or whatever we go through in life, we're not going to have this defining moment where, you know, once we transition. But that is just something to think about, that your last words are put out there for the world to see. I am 
very hurt that um, all of this had to happen. This drastic measure was taken in order for people to see who we are. In order for people to say, oh, they're human. And these things actually do happen as if that we were making them up. You know, to Mr. Floyd, please rest in power. I am going to leave you with this. And we're going to listen to The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nubs. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell. Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck on the rare earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Now, I'm going to change that a little bit. Back then, we didn't have all the technology about the revolution. So I'm going to say this to you. The revolution will be televised and tweeted. We have a ways to go, and we are going to do some amazing things. Again, I want to thank you for listening to 
what happens in this house stays in this house podcast. And we're going to get through this together and we are going to change the world. If you need to contact me, my information is www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. My phone number is 708-892-2278. 708-892-CAST. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And let's go out there and make this world a better world. Thank you and have a good one.